Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. All August long, we're doing a Kind of Funny Patreon pledge drive and asking you to chip in on patreon.com slash kind of funny if you enjoy the shows. For real, we're an 11 person independent operation and we couldn't do it without your financial support on patreon.com slash kind of funny. So thank you. What's up and welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Tuesday, August 15th, 2023. Of course, I am Tim Geddes and I am joined by the big daddy himself, Greg Miller. See, when we're in the different seats, mm-hmm. it's easy for me to be like, you're not the host. Don't worry about the intro. Yeah. When we're in that Discord room, a million things be bopping and happening. Worried about Jeff Jarrett interrupting me or something. I'm not, you know, I, I wasn't prepared. I get it. On Friday to pass the baton. Well, I'm happy that today you let Tim host. And finally happened. Great. Anytime. Finally happened. How are you doing? I'm good. Yeah. That PTSD there. His bear threw up the window. I was oh. like, oh, shit. Is something about to happen? Oh, man. Got I'm it. doing great. Yeah. You know, had a, a lovely evening last night. You know, mm-hmm. came home to little Benny and in, in, in Jen, regular size Jen. You know what yeah. I mean? And like uh, hung out, had a nice dinner, had a martini. You know, no big deal. Nope. Nope. God damn. No. Okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> it's not my heart. Literally alarming. <laughs> I know, right? It's a really good, it's a really good entrance music for a horrible person. Uh, had a martini, uh, watched this show on Netflix called Obsession. It's a limited series. You familiar with this Mm-mm. one? It's a it's a sexy schmexy show, but it's also totally fucked up where mm. this guy, right, Fucking starts God. having the sexual intercourse with his son's no. girlfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, they're like of age. Could have been worse. Like, yeah, exactly. Everybody's of age or whatever, but it's still like this secret affair they're having, and he's wow. in a loving relationship with his wife and obviously has a relationship with it. So it's all fucking... Where it's a limited series. Nobody... No spoilers in chat. We're only two episodes in, so I'm excited to see how this all blows up in his face. Yeah. 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 There's a, a Netflix movie called Do Revenge that me and G watched this weekend. Okay. I feel like it uh, needs to be added to the list of okay. Greg and Jen. It's, it is the, the the sexual erotic thriller type stuff that you're. Uh, you know, you, I love an erotic thriller. Uh, it, it's been a talking bit, about that a lot. Yeah, I've been <laughs> tweeting out like, hey, we like these type thrillers. Of we want a thriller. It didn't need to be an erotic sexual I, well, thriller. I, feel like I mean, they are, that's though. not a negative. I feel like they, they typically tend to be there, but um, it, it's wrapped in more of like a, a clueless vibe. Okay. All right. So it's a little bit toned down, a little more high school, um, oh, okay. you know, rom com stuff. But I mean, no, it's. It, it goes there. What's the name again? Do, do revenge. Do revenge. I'm adding it to the key right yeah. now. Fun time. For I appreciate that. Uh, and then went downstairs and played a embargoed game for a while. Ooh, that. that's really cool. Yeah. I'm waiting for some embargoed games. You know, what there I mean? are literally now too many embargoed games. Yeah. Where again, so many people wanted to delay and move things around, and now it's just like, well, I, I've had to write two emails this morning. Mm-hmm. Would love to do this, but. You're getting way too close to Starfield, and I can't. Con- I can't contribute. Pe- I can't send people to this preview event. We're just eleven people. We. Can't I mean, I'm wondering what is our plan this. for the Starfield reveal. Well, if you went to today's kind of funny games cast, you'd find out all about it.
or have any right now if you have questions for it kind of funny.com slash xcast uh, of course we do not have starfield i mean full disclosure because I, I just talked about a bunch of codes and things we don't have starfield that's why it's like a we can do we can play these games <laughs> when starfield get here it's pretty much all over for us though uh and then of course yeah we talked a lot about that you know right now we're working on a bunch of different streaming plans and a whole bunch of fun stuff for starfield coming up yeah gonna be great everyone check out that episode of gamescast but that is a different show. This is Kind of Funny Games Daily, where each and every weekday, we come at you with all the video game news that you need to know. You can watch it live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames and youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames each and every weekday at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, it's followed by a fun little 30-minute post show where we answer all your super chats and resubs on YouTube and Twitch, respectfully. And then we have a great time. And after that, we stream games all day long. Uh, it's a great time for everybody involved. If you want to support us even more, though, you got to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny where you get to get the show ad free. You get a whole bunch of bonus content, including a new Greg way, um, a whole bunch of other cool stuff as well. Daily, daily stuff, man. It's just great. Uh, thank you to our Patreon producers, Jedi master, Deadpool, Delaney twining and Logan Delaney, the Delaney brothers uh, for all of their support. Uh, remember you can use the Epic creator code kind of funny on all Epic store and Epic in-game purchases. And at no extra cost to you, uh, it benefits us. So thank you. We appreciate you. And even if you don't have any bucks to toss anywhere, you can get the show free. You can watch VODs whenever the hell you want. You can listen uh -huh, to podcasts uh -huh. whenever you want. YouTube.com slash kind of funny. Podcast services around the globe. Search for kind of funny games daily, and we'll be right there for you. A uh, little housekeeping for you. We already talked about this, but a new games cast is up with Paris Lily talking all about Starfield, uh, and that's going to be great. So you should check that out after this show, and then after the Super Chat thing, and then after the gameplay stream. But then after all that, you can do that. Or... You can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny and watch the kind of funny podcast live later today. Yeah, that's right. A whole bunch of content. Here. A motley crew of thought? people on the cast. Today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got what? It's uh, Nick, Joey, and Tim. That's the plan for now. We'll, we'll see who gets added. Who goes? I have no idea. Where am I going? I'm going to see a video game thing embargoed. That's Very where nice. you're at, ladies and gentlemen. Everything is embargoed. And eventually they're going to start popping. I'm not popping anymore, Barry. For now, let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. It's time for some news. Seven stories today. A baker's dozen. Story number one. Greg Miller. This one's for you. DC Universe Online coming to PS5 and Xbox Series this let's holiday. Let's fucking go, Tim. Story number one, everybody. Uh, this comes from Sal Romano at Gamatsu. Daybreak Game Company will release DC Universe Online uh, for PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series this holiday season, the, the developer announced. Along with the performance gains found playing natively on the latest and greatest hardware, the team's also working on gameplay and quality of life improvements to match, Daybreak Games said in its August development update. This initiative is a long-term endeavor that's already underway. You'll see some of these improvements launch over the next few months prior to release on the new consoles, some of them at launch, and some of them following over the course of next year. The PS5 and Xbox Series versions of DC Universe Online will run on the same servers as the existing versions, meaning that you will be able to play with your same characters and friends, and all purchases and achievements also carry over. That Greg. means it's going to be my third DC Universe Online Platinum Trophy. Maybe not the last. Say magnifique, ladies and gentlemen. For a second, let's put all the character shit aside. Let's all put aside the, you know, Greg's dreams come true again, mm -hmm. yada, 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 mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. Let's give a round of applause to the developers of DC Universe Online who have kept this game running for 12 years. 
12 years, ladies and gentlemen. All we talk about here are games as a service that launch and fail. These half-baked ideas, these gotcha things, yada, 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 right? Uh, games and developers missing what their community wants, et cetera, and so on. The fact that DC Universe Online has been running since the PlayStation 3 generation has you know received its PlayStation 4 update when they... When they when PlayStation launched the PlayStation 5, uh, Daybreak was very clear of like, no, no, we're working on a PS5 version of the game, a client for it, yada, yada. But it was one of those that I think they never put a hard date on, but it got kicked a little bit in their like timeline, which again, they're communicating and showing what they're doing. The fa I, when that happened, I was like, oh, this might never happen. This might actually be a pipe dream. Maybe they are going to wind down. Maybe they're going to do whatever. And then the fact that here we are. Yeah. Nope. PlayStation 5, Xbox, we're putting a holiday timing on it. It's actually happening. Again, this went up with a big roadmap in terms of what to expect over on there. Uh, also ridiculous that Meps wrote this thing. If you don't know Meps, he's Ted Stone. He's been working at DC Universe Online for 12 years. He has been the voice of this. Like, that's still happening. Like, this is, again, I'll, t I'll tone it down from the Greg Miller character to actually Greg Miller industry person. What a ridiculous, cool story of this game that just keeps on chugging. The overwhelming majority of the industry can completely ignore it and forget about it and whatever, but it's there and it's still going and it's clearly doing well enough. That That's the question. How? You, like, like To all your points, like congratulations to them. They're doing it in this world where live service games are being talked about every single day on this show for shutting down or not doing things right or whatever. How? How is this game being reborn time and time again? Like, Is there... A player base there that makes these type of investments worth it like what what's your read on this i mean this this is a business video games so the fact that this is still going 12 years later they are making this commitment they are putting that stuff in there there are money still in those hills people are still paying because again it's i'm so rusty and they've changed the model but it's a free-to-play game right up to a point that you need to pay the expansions you do pay for, kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. I'm so lapsed. I haven't. It's been a good. I remember in the the apartment bef before where we are now, I did play for like a week, but I can't remember if that was pre-pandemic or during the pandemic. So it's like I'm so, so hazy on what it is. What I'm doing right now is, of course, I'm on Twitter. I'm going into my DMs right now and I'm, t I'm writing, can I call you on a show right now? Who am I saying that to? Uh, uh, a man named Trexlight. Trexlight, of course, has been a DC Universe online community standout for as long as I've known about the game. Where when I first started, when the game launched and I was playing it obsessively, right? You would run into different people in the hardcore audiences, yada, yada. And still in his uh, bio, he says, content creator and podcaster, hashtag a DCUO podcast. So like, this is still happening for people. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's still real detracts. Oh, it. yeah. Oh, so yeah. it's like, I would love to know about what he's seeing, what's going. Oh, he says, whoa, for real. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> your number or, or, or we could discord him that seems like more complicated that okay. whole thing you know Why, is it i mean we just are you are i don't think it's gonna be a long you, call you know what i mean i mean well, i guess he's gonna monologue more than anything yeah we're gonna get ladies and gentlemen this is what kind of funny does all right Journalism. we'll get the experts on the phone here we go all right i'm gonna read this number out i'm just kidding i won't do that um do, 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 now I gotta check the number. 
because I did them wrong sometimes because I'm old now. Yeah, can you imagine calling the wrong person and talking about DC Universe online? I think we figured it out pretty <laughs> quick, but sure. Hey, what's up? Not much, Trexlight. This is Greg Miller. You're on Kind of Funny Games Daily. How are you? I'm doing fine. How are you? I am excellent. We are talking about the biggest news of this century, DC Universe Online coming to PlayStation 5 and, of course, coming to the Xbox Series. How excited are you, Trex? <laughs> well, you see, Greg, as a PC player, Boo! <laughs> you know, I mean, one of the most dedicated servers out there for DC. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. yeah. Um, no. Uh, so I actually just got done reading the state of a game or the developer update for that as well. Um, so over the past couple of months, it's definitely been we have seen the graphic updates uh, happening. We've seen new character models. We have been seeing uh redesigns of even older places like the league of assassins stronghold nice. like we're seeing updates onto the game for sure um now seeing a developer update showing that the playstation 5 and the xbox one or series x uh, sorry updates are coming out this later this uh, season i am super pumped because everybody talks about it's like oh the game is so dated it's like well this game came out in 2011 right the game was made in 2009 so, it's an MMO. The M graphics don't make the MMO. I'm oh, sorry. That's true. Now, Trex, of course, I've already put you over a DCUO podcast. That's where everybody can find you, where they can do, do this. You're streaming. Of course, you're just, this is Trex on Twitter. The real question I have for you is one that I, Tim asked me and I can't answer. How popular is DCUO today? Is this, does it still have like this? Is it a big audience? Is it just a dedicated audience that's buying all the expansions? And that's why it makes sense to keep making stuff like this. So... And, and and again, I'm I'm definitely still a DC player. Uh, I still love the game and playing it for two, since 2011, been at launch. I have my issues with the game for sure, but it's just like my issues with World of Warcraft. But I'm still there. I'm still there playing every day. It's just how I'm how he just hooks me. Goddamn. I will say during COVID was like the peak of DCUL for sure. Okay. The player base was all there. Uh, I'm gonna say that right now the player base comes from uh, PlayStation 4 or comes from the PlayStation community. You're welcome. Now, You're welcome, you yeah. PC piece of trash. <laughs> yeah, the the PlayStation and PC Sarah server uh, share a server. So and obviously as a PC gamer, it's like, no, these are all PlayStation players. Absolutely. Uh, and that's really what keeps the game alive. Okay. The Xbox server and Nintendo Switch server, they're, they are definitely small in community, especially on the Switch with their population, but they're still there. Those are dedicated. On the, P on the PlayStation PC server, this is the game. And they're, and they're paying for it. They're paying it for it and like making this worthwhile. How, how long do you think DC Universe Online will go for? I don't see an end yet. I don't see an end wow. until DC decides just to stop making comics. To be honest, Damn. I really don't. Uh, Love it. The changes with the, I mean, the changes with the game. You don't have to be a subscriber. Subscriber is still an option. They've made the free to play option much better by just giving you all the content. You have a let like a ten plus years of content. Yeah for free that you can play the newest episode comes out later this uh, in the fall in the next couple of months episode 46 kicking us into justice league dark more territory you're going to play that for free Goddamn. you don't have to buy it it's just there so you they've really given you a lot of this absolutely now feels like a free-to-play game Beautiful. and that's 
that's what really brings me more involved into DCUO. It's like, this now feels like a free-to-play. Those subscription is now a bonus. It's not a mandatory thing. And that's really what I love about it. Goddamn. All right, Trex. Well, we're going to talk more about this in the show in a second. But when I when it's out, when the PlayStation 5 client is drops, I'm back, baby. And I'm going to need your help. All right? You're going to have to bring me up to speed on everything. Absolutely. I can't wait to see Taylor Swift again. Sounds great. All right. Talk to you later, Trex. <laughs> All right. Bye. All right. Bye. Now, Barrett, you piece of shit. I see you shaking your head over there. I'm making a claim, ladies and gentlemen. As long as there isn't some goddamn review I gotta worry about. Because <laughs> it's a holiday. Holiday, what does that mean? It probably means January, maybe February, you know, Valentine's Day. So we'll see what uh, it's up against. Yeah, but I'm fuck, holiday. I'm back. I'm 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 back. Like, I what get does back. that mean? What is Greg Miller being back to DC? It means Taylor Swift. What do you have to do to platinum went, again? Huh? What do you have to do to platinum again? Turn it on. Really? That's, that's it? All it is. It's gonna go bing, 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 and you're gonna see me doing this. Dancing like I'm in Fortnite, all right? Whatever these kids are doing these days. That's what I'll be doing. Wow. Wow. That was impressive. Thank you. I didn't expect that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like I know your dad's moves pretty well. Yeah. Never seen that one. Well, it's like it seems easy and then you do it. It's like, oh, that wasn't easy. (laughs) (laughs) That didn't look good. That didn't that didn't that didn't look good. I didn't like that. You got your arm out there? I need you to my shoulders. I don't think I don't think it's from that, but then it did it did aggravate an old shoulder injury. I'll tell you what, I went to that video game on Saturday. I carried Ben the entire time. Like it was a lot. Yeah. I need to make a video when it when it happens of you popping the trophies. Oh, doing, that's got to be that a stream. Dance. That's got to be a stream. Gotta right? it. It's got to be like Greg Platinum's DC Universe Online a third time. And yeah, yeah. it's just that. And it's me dancing. So you, if you let me order a new Superman suit, I'll wear that too. You're allowed, Chris. Thank you. Good. Yes. Good. So you're going to platinum it. But then what? What does that look like? My on, Like, make no bones about it. I... I'm incredibly blessed. I say this all the time. I know if you listen to Greg Way, even from yesterday, you're sick of me he- hearing me say it. And I w- never want that to be lost on you guys. I live my best life possible. However, there is still part of me that was like, what if I worked a normal job? And if I could just play whatever. And if I still think I, I would be like Trex. Like, I didn't want to leave DC Universe Online. It's just that the job and the next game and the thing, and you know, all I got to do this event. And like, I got away from it, right? My hope would be that I would come back to this. I still like, you know how it is of like, the entire game is just grinding. When I left, it was just grinding for new armor for the next raid for the thing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what the meta is right now. I don't know in terms of what it would be, but I would love to jump in and see the content. So me being back in a realistic sense, it'd be me playing with Trex maybe every night for a week. And and if I wanted to get ambitious, maybe I'm in there throughout the month. Not nonstop, but like, you know, coming back yeah. and doing different stuff and seeing what's up. That's exciting, man. I, I Do you feel like it's going to be like a fresh experience or is it going to, is it going to be more like a nostalgic visit? I would, I would imagine nostalgic visit. You know, that's what it was when I went back in the apartment, I went back in, I had a token. I, I rerolled Taylor's powers cause they had introduced hard light, uh, green lantern and stuff since then. So I made her a green lantern. The power's only grown since then. Greg. Exactly. It's over 9,000. Uh, I thought it made more. I always thought it made more sense for her to be a green lantern than a, a super a house of L character. But of course, you know, I like Superman at the time I was limited in what I could pick. Uh, so I made her a green lantern, which was fun and did a whole bunch of stuff there. And so then it was a new power set to use new moves to do blah 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 but it was that kind of you know i didn't have a sherpa i think i talked to trex a few times uh, via dm when i was back but i didn't have like a sit down what do i need to be doing on the daily what should i what 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 uh episode really should i go do so i just became a all right this is and this is again i'm so rusty this is the one they've brought out of the vaults or the new thing that's free so i'm doing that and running that but i need to get these many coins of trigon or whatever the hell it was you know it's one of those like 
this is a lot to take in and be dropped in on. And I'm looking at wikis and I'm looking at things and I'm like, all right, you know, I enjoyed myself and I got out of it. Whereas I think having somebody in there to show me around, I'd love to see the new assets and see the new stuff and see how it looks on PlayStation five. You know, again, back to dropping the character a little bit and coming back to reality, right? Like they're talking about the team is also working on gameplay and quality of life improvements to match. This initiative is a long-term endeavor that's already underway. You'll see the new improvements like Trex was talking about, right? But then also other stuff, some of them launched, some of them falling over the course of the year, the, Working on gameplay, I wonder what that means. Mm. What does that look like? New animations? Are we shaking up how it was? Because that was always, you know, the pitch for DCUO was that, yes, it's an MMO. Yes, you have the hot bar, but there are combos. And it is like one-to-one. You hit the button, you you know, slash your sword or do the thing or use your move. It wasn't like uh, Diablo or whatever. It's just tap, 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 then do something else, right? It was more action-oriented to what you're doing, which I really appreciated. Mm-hmm. So, like, if they're changing that or updating that, it'd be interesting to see what that's all about, too. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm just stoked to have it back, you know, back to Trex's point. I remember when it launched on PlayStation 4 and what a huge boon that was to getting people back into it and showing it off and free-to-play and all that stuff. So, I'm sure that when this drops, you would imagine you'd see a whole bunch of new people in there as well. Yeah. And then we get the, God, I was going to say the IG and Super Pals back together, but now we got to make a kind of funny Super Pals thing. Everyone get hyped. I'm excited. I want you to know I did. I, I've had a code in my inbox since the holidays for like some DC Universe online drop thing they did. And so I just started reinstalling it at my desk before we went out there. So I can get on there and get that. There you go. The hype is real, everybody. See what's up. Congratulations, Greg. This is, this is big. And hey, shout out to y'all for killing the game out there. Uh, story number two. Jeff Keighley says this year's Gamescom opening night live is less about announcing new projects. This comes from Andy Robinson at VGC. Keeley has provided an update on his next flagship game show, Gamescom Opening Night Live, which he says will focus less on announcing new projects. Speaking of VGC, ahead of the August 22nd event, uh, which is next week, and of course, we will be live reacting to it that day, right here on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames and youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. Uh, the host and producer said that viewers should expect mostly updates on announced games planned to release over the next 12 months. Uh, it's going to be an exciting show with new looks at many announced upcoming games like Alan Wake 2 and Black Black Myth Wukong. Uh, I, I prepped the woo, but I was too late for Alan Wake 2. And then I was like, well, I can woo the second game. And I was like, woo, no, I can't. Yeah. yeah. Black Lake Wukong? <laughs> what is it? What? Black Myth. Black Myth Wukong. Yeah. Kong. Uh, this year's opening. Do you know this game? I don't, I don't know what that is. Yeah. That wasn't, what's that? Isn't that the, the, the other Souls-like one that's coming out? I don't know. That's why I'm asking you. Hold on a sec. You were all confident. You knew what it was, but not so confident now, huh, ladies and gentlemen? Here we go. Oh, okay. Oh, I remember this one. Yeah, yeah beating up this. Team. Yeah, it's an upcoming action role-playing game by Chinese indie developer Game Science. Okay. Yeah. Um, this year's opening lives less about announcing brand new projects and more about giving fans updates on some of the biggest games due out over the next year. Uh, opening night live is the game award producers regular pre-show presentation for the German Gamescom Expo, which last year took place in uh, Cologne as a uh, in-person event for the first time since 2019. Last year's show ran for just over two hours and featured more than 35 games. According to Keeley, Opening Night Live presents unique challenges compared to his other annual events, the Game Awards and Summer Game Fest, not just due to its European location, but also due to it to due to ties to partners exhibiting at Gamescom itself. First, there are the logistical challenges for our LA-based team to produce a big-scale show in Germany. Thankfully, Gamescom and um, uh, Colin Mess are great partners. Uh, the other challenge, but also opportunity, is that this show is directly tied to the partners and games that we'll be exhibiting at Gamescom. We're always trying to find ways to create synergy between what's happening on the floor and inside Opening Night Live. The Köln Messe. I, I, that's, the, that's the convention center, right? Yeah. 
Clone Mesa? It's like the Clone. Got I don't it. know. It, it, yeah. Somewhere around there. Something gotcha. around there. You gotcha, know? gotcha, gotcha. It's been five years since I've been. I can call Jen. She knows how to do. Yeah. Um, what would what, what, I like this? You know, I, <laughs> I like this. I, I feel like setting the expectations of what this show is is important. And I feel like Keely's yeah, been 100%. finding these things a lot uh, in the last couple of years. And we've seen this. We knew this. Like, I feel like all of us could have said this before here, but him straight up saying it, I think. Hello. Hey, Jen, you're on Games Daily Live. It's your husband, Greg Miller. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Uh, when you go to Cologne, Germany, and you go to Gamescom, you walk into Convention Center, and what's it called? Cologne Messe. Cologne Messe. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much. All right. Bye. That was pretty close. There you no, go. you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but anyways, I, I feel like this is uh, good, and it's Keeley continuing to kind of define the the different three-act structure that he has going yeah. on throughout the year. Um, I do feel like Gamescom is unfortunately timed uh, when it comes to him having Game Fest and then Game Awards. Those are, like, appropriately placed in the year, but there's something about this August placement that kind of forces this to just be kind of an update show. But I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with that. Um, and I do think we'll still get some announcements there. I just think that he's setting the expectations correctly that him doing this means to me like there's not even going to be a Saints Row level announcement sure. or a Dead Island level announcement. I can you know? that, yeah. Like that would be, if anything, the biggest type of yeah. pop. I think, you know, you're right on everything you just said. So there's not that much to add. The one thing I think is that and I could be completely wrong, so please correct me if you have information I don't. The way I believe it, right, is that, like, uh, uh, SGF Game Awards, owned and operated by Jeff Keighley, opening night live, Gamescom hires Jeff to produce a show for them. Mm -hmm. So it really, it isn't, it's the different, I, okay, I don't have a good example off the top of my head, but it's not, it would be, it's not a Jeff Keighley, it is Jeff Keighley production, but it's not a Jeff Keighley thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's oh, yeah. like, it's not a Kojima. There's Kojima Productions where it's all Kojima, and then there's uh, Hideo Kojima comes and makes a game for Nintendo or something weird like that, right? Like I think that's what it is. And so even though this is disappointing in some respects of like what you'd expect from a Jeff Keighley thing, it's awesome to see the experiences he's had doing this year after year now in terms of getting out in front of it. Let's get out in front of it. Let's get out early. Let's you know a few weeks out be like, yo, by the way. This is not about new games. This is about updating games, which is exciting. I'm oh, excited yeah. for a new look at Alan Wake 2, right? Like, I can't wait for Alan Wake 2. I don't want to know too much, but I want to know more kind of thing. Yeah. And there's a bunch of games in that arsenal mm -hmm. that I could use a lot more information on or little updates on or see a new look at, and I think it would go really far. Yeah. And again, yeah, it, it's to your point, a bit like, oh, man, unfortunate placement, but also cool that Gamescom makes the thing out of it and does give an avenue to do something and make you know their own Totally. Three. You know, we've talked about this a million times, but Gamescom is like the biggest event in terms of numbers yeah. and the, giving the people at the show a show to watch, I think is really cool and not something that we've seen too much. Like you go to a PAX and yes, there's panels, but there's not like a big keynote press conference thing. And that's why I think PSX, PSX just did it right. You know, we talk PSX. about it so often, but like PSX was what kind of the time. dream when it comes to it because it they owned and operated it all. They could bring the hype. They had this big stage show and then they had amazing community events surrounding it. Um, and then panels that were all supporting the culture of PlayStation. So it's like very focused and I just 10 out of 10, they nailed it, right? Yeah. Um, Gamescom, I feel like is so spread for all the reasons they even talked about here. Um, but because of the partnerships and all of that, I feel like the show 
we, we talk about game awards a lot in summer game fest of like, all right, we're expecting really big things. Cause they've been building to that uh, year after year and it's gotten bigger and better and all that and more, more refined, but there's still going to be a lot of advertisements. There's still going to be a lot of things that pay the bills that allow this to happen partnerships and like putting, uh, developers on the map and like giving them a shot, even though they're not necessarily ones we know about. Like there's a lot of politics at play here. I think Gamescom has more than any of that. And there's no getting away from, they're going to do the weird awards during the show that feel like they're awarding things that don't feel correct to be awarded. Did you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. Like, game awards. It's they like, cool, it's the game together. awards, right? Yeah. Gamescom always has the like, like show floor awards. And it just always feels really, really weird. And that's what bloats the runtime of this thing. Gotcha. Like, over two hours like i i don't ex expect this to be an entertaining watch i expect it to be a slog for the most part and like that's unfortunate i do think keely's gotten so much better overall that like anything he can control he's gonna try to bring the hype and bring up the pacing and try to make yeah. it as good as possible but yeah i feel like gamescom in every way i had the least expectations for of the the keely events at this point mainly because he is not the sole person in control of making for sure. it all happen he's got a boss yeah, yeah, and and also just the partners, right? Like, you just need to kind of please Gamescom as a whole, which I think is not conducive to an online audience of yeah. critics that are going to look at this that are expecting hype. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, we're going to get cool demos, and I maybe a couple surprises, and maybe some, like, smaller tier, like, oh, wow, I didn't expect to see that here things. But, like, yeah, I feel like Gamescom is opening night live. Happy it happens, but at the same time, wouldn't be upset if it didn't. <laughs> gotcha. Fair enough. Um, I'm going to move on to story number three, but before I do that, here's a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Liquid IV. Y'all know how much I love to stay hydrated, and Liquid IV makes it easier and better than ever to ensure that I'm always living my best, most hydrated life. And you can too. Liquid IV, the number one powered hydration brand in America, is now available in sugar-free with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness. Liquid IV hydrates two times faster than water alone, and you can keep your daily routine exciting with three new flavors white peach green grape and lemon lime let me tell you the white peach is good it's real good we hear it kind of funny swear by this stuff one stick of liquid iv in 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone real people real flavor real hydrating now sugar-free grab your liquid iv hydration multiplayer sugar-free in bulk nationwide at costco or get 20 percent off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code kind of funny at checkout that's 20 percent off anything you order when you use promo code kind of funny at liquidiv.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost 
and the FDA. So with the rumors of a September PlayStation showcase, right? May or may not happen. We've gotten some reports recently of things getting pushed back and plans moving for Sony first party stuff. Yeah, yeah, first party titles, all that. What if it didn't happen? Then what if in like March 2024, there was a PSX, Greg? Dude, don't even don't even make me dream. You know, PSX was the best. I loved that show so much. Uh, you know, it felt like such a human event, if that makes sense, for a company that traditionally did not lean into that and now definitely does not lean into that. Right? To have your giant PSX press conference then open the doors and just flood out to all these different demos, so many of them indie. I remember how stoked Drinkbox was that it was to be there showing off uh, Severed right at that time. Uh, and like you talked to all these people and you saw all these things and you did, and it was just a celebration of everything you could play on PlayStation, right? And the history of PlayStation and like the cards, you know, going through and collecting the deck of cards and all these different things, the panels, like. PSX was always awesome, and it was, it never got too big. I think that was the thing, right? Where, like, don't get me wrong, I love PAX, too. But PAX, especially PAX Prime, is just so big now, where it's just overwhelming sea of people. And it is that thing. It's similar to how I always talk about um, uh, Kind of Funny, right? When we would do Kind of Funny Live, I would always put in that document that we would send to everybody, like, if you're coming alone, when you're in line, turn to your left, turn to your right, Ask them what their favorite kind of funny show is, what favorite moment, what their favorite game is. Like, this is, you're all here for the same thing. At a PAX, it's harder to turn. They're all there for video games, probably. You know what I mean? There's some tabletop and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like, but you turn and like, oh, I only play on PC or I only do this or I only, you know what I mean? Like, at least with PlayStation, there'd be some kind of connective tissue there that made it feel like a community event rather than a hodgepodge giant bazaar. Yeah. And I, I, I bazaar. Yeah. I, bazaar. Bazaar. Not yeah. it wasn't bizarre. Yeah, 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 yeah. bizarre. Uh, I I just feel like they did such a good job because it was focused on PlayStation. Like the panels even felt like they had a a focus to it and a a level of like prestige. Where yeah. uh, I'll never I mean, forget come on. How, the, many, how many beyonds in PS uh, PS I love you panels. I mean, come yeah, on. but prestige. Honestly, but like, I think that that's a great example though, right? Of yeah. like like giving the people that are that care about this most <laughs> that do a show about this stuff, like a, a stage like that to be able to speak to an amazing audience about PlayStation, their love for it and the, the guests we'd bring on for all that. Um, but even I, I remember this must've been right after uncharted four came out um, that PSX, I think um, there was an accessibility panel and it was like specifically talking about PlayStation's efforts with accessibility. And I was so impressed with it that like they took that stage time to talk about how and why, they are implementing into their games yeah. and to be you know years removed from that and to see how much advancements they even made from that just to put that level of importance on it i feel like that is the power of uh psx where they can have this big panel where neil Druckmann's out here talking about the history of naughty dog and like you know all the different projects and stuff but then right after that it could be followed up with the accessibility thing with equal importance followed up with a ps i love you or whatever it was there's something that just felt like there was programming there in a way that I feel like a lot of other conventions, you kind of lose some of that stuff yeah. on top of, of course, the press conference keynote sure. to kick it all off. Nothing like the energy of having people in a room, but on top of that, people in a room, they're not journalists that are fans of yeah, yeah, that yeah. want to get excited when games are announced that want to make the decisions at until dawn. Imagine if the next PlayStation showcase was live in front of 7,000 screaming fans, not at the shrine auditorium, at some convention center somewhere. We're going back to the high. We're going back to the high, everybody. Uh, but speaking they of They might have Sony, repaired it, but we're breaking the hymen again. Oh, my 
God. Speaking of accessibility at PlayStation, story number three, Marvel's Spider-Man 2 accessibility features let you slow down gameplay. This comes from Ryan Dinsdale at IGN. I don't like that you said Hyman. I just don't at all, people. Insomniac Games has revealed some accessibility features coming to Marvel Spider-Man 2, including the ability to slow down gameplay. As spotted by Angie on Reset Era, uh, Spider-Man 2's PlayStation <laughs> Store <laughs> page. Has a great username. Great username. It's like Angie. Uh, I'm not when I'm not working on Angie's list, I'm over here on Reset Era. <laughs> um spotted by Angie on Reset Era, Spider-Man 2's PlayStation Store page has been updated to include a questions and answer segment, which has its own paragraph on accessibility. Quote, Insomniac Games has devised a range of new and in-depth accessibility features to create a Marvel Spider-Man 2 experience without barriers. Building on the accessibility improvements in previous titles, these features allow the game to be enjoyed by more players of different abilities. The ability to slow down gameplay seemingly at the touch of a button is perhaps the biggest addition. Players can choose to slow down the action to 70%, 50%, or as much as 30% speed and can switch back to regular settings at any time. This feature was included in Insomniac's own Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart, which was praised for its sweeping accessibility options. Uh, the other features mentioned include screen reader support, which will read aloud all on-screen text in menus and on-screen captions, and audio descriptions for cinematic scenes. These accessibility features will seemingly join those already featured in Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, which included a wealth of options to allow as many players as possible to enjoy the open-world adventure. Awesome. And this backs up what I was saying. Of PlayStation has this ecosystem that they're investing in, and game after game, they're getting better and growing 100%. And, growing and hearing the feedback and trying to make their games accessible to as many people as possible. Everybody wins. This is just such a great thing. And I feel like it's so awesome to see PlayStation and Xbox take this so seriously. Uh, and, you know, Nintendo needs to figure it the fuck out. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm sorry, go ahead. Finish your point. Go for it. I was going to say yes, but it's also interesting to see other studios developers not taking it as seriously i've been like there for every one of these stories from a playstation or an xbox or whoever and uh, you know the litany of other games mm -hmm. i'm not trying to paint just these two first parties but like right now i'm playing a couple different games for review and i've been both oh man what a nice move for accessibility here and then other ones where i go to the menu for accessibility because i'm having trouble reading captions or i'm having trouble seeing it and there's nothing yeah like what the fuck really no totally yeah and, and that's the thing though is like i feel like the fact that a they not just a first party in insomniac but sony's first party studios yeah. like we see from whether it's uh gorillas or naughty dog yeah. or insomniac they are or sucker punch they're all taking it seriously and i feel like they're explicitly learning from each other and applying the what they've learned in each project and like even just talking about here it's like it's like I love that we're talking about Insomniac, who, again, goddamn, they're just fucking killing it out there. But to be like, oh, yeah, these features were in Ratchet and Clank. These features were in Miles and Miles. It's yeah. just growing on itself, right? So I expect Spider-Man 2 to have the most accessibility options of any PlayStation title thus far. And I be expect... Tough to be tough. That'll be tough. I mean, you know, Last of Us Part 2 did so much, so much right in yeah. that sense. Yeah, I, I just think it's going to keep growing, though. Of course. And, and I, expect, I hope so, too. I expect that the next game that comes out from any of those uh, teams is going to be even better. Because so far, and correct me if I'm wrong and you're wrong, it does seem like they're really learning not just from their own teams, but from the teams around them. For so sure. 
Anyway, I just think it's it's really awesome. I did hear a rumor that I'm starting right now mm. that Andrew Goldfarb over at Sucker Punch is actually trying to remove accessibility I hate features you. From, no, Greg. from existing no. Sucker Punch games. No, no, no. So if no. you see a patch for Ghost of Tsushima, man, look out. That's what we call it. You got Goldfarbed. <sighs> you got Goldfarbed. Break the hymen. Uh, story number four. Damn, Xbox, that's over the line. <laughs> Xbox introduces a new strike system to curtail bad behavior. This comes from Ash Paris at The Verge. Uh, today, a new strike-based enforcement program is coming to Xbox. The system's meant to clear up confusion regarding how Xbox enforces its community standards and helps players keep track of enforcement actions made on their accounts. In an interview with The Verge, The Verge is a cool-ass name. It's a real cool name. It's really fucking cool. Uh, Xbox Player Services Corporate Vice President Dave McCarthy explained the new enforcement system and its place in Xbox's overall community management strategy. This is all about player transparency. We didn't have a way to show our players what their standing was in our community, and this makes it completely clear. In the new system, if a player violates the Xbox community standards, they'll receive a strike. The severity of the violation determines the number of strikes and the length of the punishment. If a player receives a total of eight strikes, their account will be banned from using Xbox services like voice chat or multiplayer for a year. The strike program starts today with everyone on the platform getting a clean, strikeless slate. McCarthy shared that only about 1% of the Xbox player base receives any kind of enforcement action and that only a third of that 1% goes on to receive additional enforcement actions. Without any kind of standardized program in place, McCarthy said that the players would express confusion as to why some enforcements earn day-long suspensions while others would ban a player for a week or a month. In a blog posted to Xbox Wire outlining the new enforcement system, McCarthy wrote, This revised system gives players a better understanding of enforcement severity and the cumulative effect of multiple enforcements. As with any enforcement action, players will be able to submit appeals, and upon a successful appeal, the applied strikes will be removed. Additionally, strikes don't stay on a player's record forever, falling off after six months. Your permanent record. The, the biggest threat in the world, the permanent record. Remember that shit? Man. Cool? I guess. Right? I mean, it's, it's like, like, here's the thing. Making Xbox a more... Uh, no, I want to say community. That's not the right word. A more acceptable place to play. That's not right either. A better place to play. Making mm. Xbox a better place to play. Cleaning up. Getting rid of assholes online. I am all for that. That is great. When you read it, a player <laughs> receives eight total strikes. That's like that's a ridiculous number. Of, it is, but, but the then way, it's, uh, they do say the severity of the violation yeah. determines the number of strikes. Yeah. So if you're if you're a really bad guy and you say something really bad, hopefully you get four to five to six strikes right there. Yeah, and I think that that's the the number eight to me reads like there's a lot of thought put into this. Yeah, it's not just. Oh, like, I mean, but the way they explain it, there's works. a lot of strikes. Yeah, like, I, feel like, put I feel like that's good. That there's nuance to this. They're clearly trying to come up with stuff that makes sense that they can stand by and that players can understand. I think that that transparency is huge, not only for um, being able to enforce these things, but also to just like clear up any like potential fake news type discussions that get out there of people being like Xbox banned me for XYZ and like yeah, they didn't yeah, even yeah. tell me this and that turns into a freaking PR nightmare type thing when it's like no the reality is you did this shit so you got in trouble right keep it clear keep it concise make it public knowledge to people the thing that shocks me the most is McCarthy shared that only about 1% of the Xbox player base receives any kind of enforcement action it's like something about that doesn't seem right to me okay I feel like there's a lot more than 1% of strikeable people out there. Uh, yeah, but I mean, are they getting reported? That's the other thing, too, I feel like. like How many times have you run into, an, you or mm -hmm. me or whoever, have run into an offensive name 
or heard somebody say something in a thing. I don't know. But it's, do you go through the steps of clicking and doing? And I, and I'm not, yeah. you know, I don't. Full disclosure, I'm not even playing on Xbox, let alone multiplayer games for the most part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like I don't even know anymore. I know they've made it simpler than ever with the recordings and being able to talk and do the, you know what I mean? Like I know it's way simpler to report, but yeah. even on PlayStation, but again, I'm not playing ran- with randos. Yeah. And I like in the call of duty days back in high school with my friends and I, like, I don't know if we had like even close to these type of tools. So I think it was just like a simple, like, all right, we got to mute them in our party or whatever. Cause we're playing COD with some rando and shit like that. So I, I wonder how many people are just doing that still to this day of like, all right, I just got to mute this fucking team member. Cause they're being a shithead. Yeah. yeah. Funny or hilarious if one day when we're streaming, we bait Mike into saying something and then we get everybody to go report him. It's definitely one of those two options. There's nothing in between. Story number five Activision drops lawsuit against TikTok user. I can't believe we're talking about this again and it makes me so fucking happy. This comes from Steven Totillo at Axios. Activision's no longer suing a music critic over the rights to use a sample of his voice from a viral TikTok clip in a promotional video. The gaming giant withdrew the unusual suit against Anthony Fantano last week, according to a court filing. Uh, Plaintiff Activision Publishing, Inc. hereby dismisses this entire action, including without limitation all claims alleged therein with prejudice, it stated. Uh, A rep for the game company declined to comment on the dismissal. Activision had sued Fantano in July, accusing the critic of asking for an... Extortionate. Extortionate. Wow, yeah. Amount of money for using his voice in a TikTok video of its own to promote its gaming character, Crash Bandicoot. In April 2021, Fantano had created a TikTok video of himself reacting to the prolific slicing of a pizza. His reaction, segueing from fascination to alarm, went viral. Activision would later claim Fantano's clip was listed by TikTok as cleared for commercial use. It also argued that users who signed on to TikTok agreed to allow others to remix their contributions. You're fucking Activision. Just give him some money. No, no, Greg. No, 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 no. There's the other side to this, which is like, homie's tripping. <laughs> like, he is totally just trying to get money from this shit, and it is hilarious. Like, it's a sound on TikTok. Yeah. That you, it's allowed for commercial use, and he's just out there suing people. And he's been doing it to a bunch of other people. It's hilarious. <laughs> and he's just getting money for this shit. Like, he's just out there, like, like just scaring people into giving him money. Yeah. It's, Amazing. Bravo to you. Bravo to you. Don't, don't say that. He'll hear it. He'll come sue us. Uh, I, I, me and Bluster threatened that last time. I just love that it's him, too. I love this guy. Huge fan of him. He's his music critic on YouTube. I watched him for over a decade. The fact that he goes So is he doing it as a joke? To it's do not as a joke. It, no, it. not a joke. But it's, it's definitely one of those things of like, this is just wild. Like wild. In every which way you look at it. And like the fact that they... they I'm, I'm shocked that this is the end. I'm shocked we're talking about this again on this show. Uh, but yeah, it's it's very funny that this is not the first time he's done this. And it's working. It's working, but it's TikTok. Yeah. It's a sound on yeah, TikTok. Yeah, yeah, of course. I know, I know. Yeah, everybody can use it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can sue for anything. Yeah. And he did. <laughs> it's great. It's just great. Story number six. Uh, Modern Warfare 3 brings back Call of Duty's classic mini-map. Uh, Wesley Yinpool at IGN reports. Uh, the crowd-pleasing changes for Modern Warfare 3 multiplayer continue. Oh my God, who could this be? Is he calling Poe? You know? Is he calling Brian Altano because his name kind of sounds like Anthony Hi, Greg. Hey, Roger. It's Greg. You're on Kind of Funny Games Daily. How are you? 
Good. I'm doing well. How are you doing? Good. Uh, I just wanted to say you're doing a lot of great work on TikTok. You know that. We see okay. that. We appreciate it. At Kind of Funny Games on TikTok, you're doing fantastic. Yep. However, you have been using my voice in a few of the Kind of Funny TikToks. And so I'm okay. going to need you to pay me. <laughs> sure. Yeah, <laughs> Put that money on my desk right now, baby. Okay. Yeah. Let me get some cash right now. I'll be right there. Thank Wait you. A second. All right. Bye. I get some <laughs> I didn't know I could shake people down like this. this I, is that's great. what I'm saying, dude. He's a game changer. He's a trendsetter oh. out here. But isn't we should Dano doing it to like corporations. Yeah. Picorni Inc. out there. You kidding me? Picorni Inc.? Yeah. Didn't know Roger had a whole ass company. He's about to, to fucking his own. pay up. Wow. He's coming in here. No, he's he knows we got another guitar floating around here. He yeah. doesn't want to be on the wrong side of history. Greg's shaking him down. Wow. Wow. Okay, just keep it coming. Don't worry about it. This motherfucker's walking around with $20 bills. Lots of $20 bills, huh? Yeah. (laughs) He does own a company. I don't know. Wow. You know? I haven't seen a $20 bill in about 10 years. This guy comes in every day with the sickest drip, and Mm -hmm. you're going to tell me this guy doesn't have money, that he's not skimming somewhere off his TikToks? I don't know where the monetization of the TikTok's going. Him wearing the shorts and his his shirt right now that's like open, I want you to actually shake him down so bad. You know, grab by his little ankles, flip him upside down, shake, see what happens. Sure. Yeah. Raj, come <laughs> The crowd-pleasing changes for Modern Warfare 3 multiplayer continue. After confirming the return of slide canceling, uh, which people on that side of the office were very excited about. Great. Roger and them were, were, were popping off. Uh, Activision okay, Roger has- isn't a Call of Duty player. He's a Sniper Elite 4 player. He is. All right? He is. Infinity War provided by ditching the long-running classic minimap for its 2019 Modern Warfare reboot, forcing players to rely on the compass at the top of the HUD, in parentheses, heads-up display, uh, to determine where enemy fire is coming from. Infinity Ward stuck to its guns for last year's Modern Warfare 2, uh, where the minimap only shows enemy players' dots when a UAV is active, which means it does not display red dots when enemy players sprint or fire their weapon. Explaining the decision in a blog post published in 2022 ahead of the launch of Modern Warfare 2, Infinity War said, we do not want to punish players for firing their weapons. We also <laughs> want players to actively search out of the origin of a gunshot versus just traveling directly to where the dot is on the mini-map, the developer continued. Part of the negativity around Modern Warfare 2's mini-map has to do with the feeling its design helps so-called casual Call of Duty players have a better time in multiplayer. If players can't zero in on a red dot on the mini-map for a kill, casual players potentially have more breathing room as they move around firing. <laughs> <laughs> of course, in previous Call of Duty games, players who wanted to avoid popping up as a red dot on the minimap could always use a suppressor. Uh, in any case, it seems Infinity Ward and co-developer Sledgehammer have switched things up for Modern Warfare 3. Confirmation comes from the Charlie Intel Twitter account, which published a screenshot of a text conversation with a hidden number from the recently released Modern Warfare 3 trailer. That's a lot of stuff there. It is a lot of stuff, but I'm glad they're doing stuff the fans want. Yeah. I'm glad they're excited about slide canceling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remember yesterday I had a sneeze coming? Yeah. It's back, it's back with a vengeance. It's like, you tried to kill me yesterday. I'll be back. One day it's going to happen. I don't know. I'm scared, y'all. Your nose gets red when you like, it almost happened. Is it? You know I mean? Yeah. I'm a red boy. I do red things. Yeah, what? Um, story number seven. Oh, guys. We're, we start with the year of dreams for Greg. We end with the year of dreams for Tim Gettys. 1993's Mario wow. movie is coming back to theaters. 
in 4K, baby. It's happening. David Walensky at GameSpot's reporting. In commemoration of the upcoming 30th anniversary on September 15th, Crunchyroll reports that Japan is set to mark the occasion with a celebratory screening of the 4K re-release of the Super Mario Brothers movie. This movie, known in Japan as Super Mario, Goddess of the Demon Empire. Nice. That's which, a great name. Holy shit, that is a great name. And that makes even less sense than anything in that movie. That just doesn't... That's not that movie, Greg. <laughs> like, that's, there's no goddess. There's no demon empire. I mean, there's Daisy. Uh huh. There's the you know you got the bunch of you got a bunch of lizard people over there in Bear. the world. You got yeah. you got Dennis Hopper, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, I can see it. Okay. Okay. It uh, makes about as much sense as anything in that movie. That's true. That's true. It'll hit cinemas there, providing audiences a chance to revisit the cult classic. Japanese data and information company Oricon, sick, has a neon flecked poster worth checking out. Even if you aren't in Japan and can't make it out for a screening, uh, Bear, could you bring up this neon flecked poster? Yeah, this looks pretty damn sick. Oh, I'm really happy Dennis Hopper's in the bottom right making that face. He's got to be. That's awesome. Are you going to fly to Japan? Uh, to see I'm this? not going to fly to Japan to see this, but they are releasing it on 4K UHD Blu-ray, and I will be buying it. Great. great. Okay. Great. I 100% will be buying it. We just watched this movie a couple months ago. Mario in Review. For Mario in Review. Um, so will I be re-watching it this year? Probably not. I might, you know, I think I have a once a year max. Fair enough. For my boys. John Leguizamo, you know what I mean. John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo. Um, I was thinking, though, for Halloween this year, I have two costumes I'm thinking about. Kevin always does his Halloween party. Yeah. One of my potential outfits is John Leguizamo's Luigi. Nice. I fucking love it, man. Okay. The green with the blue Are you going to make pockets. Mickey Mario? Or is That's G up to him. Are you going to be Mario? That's up to him. Can Dude, I, tell you, I want to tell you what my other one is. Dogs, but come here, it's a secret. Yeah. yeah. That's a really good one. Yeah. That's a good one. That's yeah. one that, like, True fans will get exactly, exactly. I, I, I'm gonna be a Ghostbuster. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. I got that new pack. I gotta try out still. Spoilers. Oh man, what I'm gonna be for Halloween? The answer to that question, y'all. It's so far away. If I want to know what's coming to Mom and Grab shops today, where the fuck would I look? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform, as listed by the kind of funny games daily show hosts each. And every weekday. Out today, we got Everspace 2 on PS5 and the Xbox Series. Hammer Watch 2 on PC. Moving out to on PS5, Xbox Series, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Wayfinder on PS5, PS4, and... Now, you said that. Do you know all about Wayfinder? Wayfinder sounds familiar, but... Refresh my little memory. It was, well, Barry, I'll read the description. You want to toss up a trailer for it. This is one that we've seen at Summer Game Fest. I don't remember anything about it, but I got a tweet from a kind of funny best friend being like, yo, this is a Greg-ass game. With fast-paced action gameplay, you have the ability to become a powerful wayfinder. Join your friends to explore new areas, hunt valuable beasts, and take on dangerous expedition in order to push back the evil that threatens your world. I believe... It's like an MMO kind of thing out there where you're doing like an action MMO like on the heels of the DC conversation today or whatever. Like I, I am going to go in quote unquote sight unseen because we're watching it right now, but I'm going to download it. I'm going to jump in there. Kind of funny. Best friend says it's a Greg ass game. I'll try it. Hell yeah. Kind of looks like Fortnite at times and then it kind of looks like other things at times. I don't know. I saw someone tweeting yesterday about uh, Kana Bridge of Spirits. Yeah. Yeah. Remember what that game? Ember Labs. Well, they made a PS2 game last time, so they're probably making a PS3 game right now. <laughs> Give me another PS2 game, you know? But, like, I feel like they're, they're due for an announcement sometime soon, right? We I first... mean, that was 2020? 
That was work from home era. Yeah. Oh, Criterion says, uh, yeah, Criterion Mind. Wayfinder is Joe Mad's new game. Interesting. Okay. Hmm. Why is he so mad? Bear, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, new dates for you. Batman Arkham Trilogy comes to Nintendo Switch on October 13th. Very exciting for That's her. all you get from me. Yeah. That's all you get from me, Rocksteady and WB. Uh-huh. Fuckers. Uh-huh. Uh, deals of the day. Coming to Game Pass. Today, we have Everspace 2. Everspace. 17th, we have Firewatch. Hey, Firewatch. On the 18th, we have the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's oh. getting really good reviews, Greg. Yeah, I know. I'm excited to play it, Mike. We're streaming Texas Chainsaw Massacre on Friday, aren't we, Mike? Friday. TCSM. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everyone in the on a weekend. Remember when we met her? She was wasted. Yes, she, <laughs> <laughs> she was 19 and shit canned. Jesus. What? <laughs> Sorry that I took the journalist's oath to tell the truth. I've put up the photo before you can see it. Also, uh, we also met Hillary Duff that night. Did we? Did I? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, right. She was like in line in front uh -huh. of us. Right? Uh -huh. What a time, man. What a time. Uh, You're just putting her on blast, though. Getting strays for no reason, man. Rebecca Black, for what? For being drunk? Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever heard a Greg Miller story? Remember, that, ever? remember that time I had Chipotle for the first time? I played caps with a Mizzou basketball player, then I shit my pants in bed. All right, yeah, there but you that's go. you telling your story, you know? I do. I, I my story involved running into a drunk Rebecca Black. All right, I don't. I, I if she she didn't tell me her whole backstory to that. All right. I, did it involve Chipotle? We'll never know. <laughs> I, I had it, and I was like, well, I can't eat this again. Yeah, you know I, mean? I, took, I, I get it, man. Uh, August 29th, we have Sea of Stars, and uh, on September 5th, we have Gree. Oh yeah. Remember that one? You nailed it. You nailed it. Well, I mean, actually, maybe you didn't. Because it's one of those, we say it that way, and then other people are going to say something, and then they'll be in the chat saying it's Greece or whatever. No, it wasn't that great. Mm -hmm. That's the long and short of it. No. Try it for yourself. Figure it out. <laughs> Figure out Jake your life. Jake check Rebecca Black shit in the bed, Greg. <laughs> this is where the rumors start. No, Rumor I know. The only it? rumor we're starting today is Goldfarb. Mm-hmm. Last night it was Gia's mom's wedding. Yeah. And um, we there was like a karaoke portion of this. Nice. Yeah, it was really cool. At Foreign Cinema? Uh, no, at their house before. We oh, went. nice. And like they made everybody do a song before we went. And I had to think real hard. But Mike, I did it for you. I did Wild Wild West. Woo! Cisco! Cisco! So that was fun. We're going um, to. Where are we at here? Wow, wow, West. You know, let's again just for a second stop to t talk Please. about how great Cisco Go. is. Yes. What a great friend. He's the best. He just shot me the text out of the blue yesterday telling me how much he loves all the wrestling promos I'm doing and stuff and then talked a bit about Baldur's Gate. He's fantastic. He really is fantastic. I love the idea of Cisco playing Baldur's Gate. Yeah. And just taking it so seriously. You, you know, know he is. Oh, yeah. There's only one way the dragon does things. Hard. Seriously. Mm -hmm. hard, mm -hmm. hard. Yeah. thought we were going to nail it together, but we didn't. It's okay. Um, you know what else is okay? Kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Oh. Where people can go to correct us as we screw things up. And since it was me and you today, I'm not expecting anything on this list. Um, there's one thing on the list. Uh, it, oh, it, Lanky Dragoon says, Wayfinder's early access release has oh. been delayed to, to August 17th on PC and soon on PS5. It All is right, no that longer one. out today. That is not something we'll be playing anytime soon. Got it. Perfect. Mm, mm, mm. Heartbreaker. Yeah, it is. But also, that was a fantastic you're wrong. Thank you, Lanky Dragoon. For taking this seriously. There's a sanctity to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. It's true. There's a respect that few have. But you, Sir Lanky, I appreciate you. Dragoon's just a cool word, too. Yeah. yeah. Makes me think of ragoon, crab rangoon. I go for a ragoon right now. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Big fan of those. Yeah, I am, too. 
Uh, tomorrow's host, we have me and Greg. On Thursday, we have me and Bless. And on Friday, we have me and Bless. <gasps> so many me's. So many hosts. It's a big big week for you, yeah. It's a big Tim week. I think... Sometimes you don't get to touch the ball here at all. Now you're 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 just the ball. Well, that's the thing is like I don't know that we've had a week in recent memory where one of us has been on every show in the sure. week. Sure. I think I'm gonna do it. You're you're batting the perfect order. I think I might. We got uh, chat. You need to come up with a name for this. Like, is it? It's like it'd be like Tim Week, but you put Tim in Week somehow. What am I looking at? Upgrade eighty eight did it. Oops, all Tim. Fair enough. I like that. That's I great. like that. KFGD, oops, all Tim. Go, everybody, make your photoshops so of that poster, oops, all Tim, and hashtag him KFAF, and then uh, Andy will see him. Andy will see them. I miss Andy already. Do you? No. No. Because it's that thing where it's, you know, a work day at 11.58 a.m. He normally wouldn't be here already. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, So it's I don't even know any difference. Mm-hmm. I'm, but I'm in mountain time. Oh, okay. Uh, Is that time. how Andy's brain operates? It's just mountain time? Andy operates like a vampire. It's true. Because he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Got your ass, Cortez! <laughs> Anyways, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. We are about to do our super cool super chat post show. You can go over to YouTube.com or Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games and resub, leave a message, or super chat over on YouTube, and we will answer your questions. Then after that, we're about to get in the lab, and we're about to play some only up multiplayer. I think it's going to be me, Roger, and Snowbike Mike trying to see how high we can get without falling to the ground. All right? Is it going to be a stressful time? Yes. Am I going to scream a lot? Yes. Yeah. It is a game that makes me scream, everybody. Uh, but until next time, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. I love you all. Goodbye. Here he comes. Walking down the street. He gets the funniest looks from everyone he meets. Hey, hey, it's no bike, Mike. Hey, Shout out to welcome the in, everybody. Right. Uh, Greg, saw you went to a ball game this weekend. That I looked did. nice, I man. I did, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. It was Sunny, a great beautiful. time. Benny's, Benny's first game. Oh, my gosh. What an incredible memory. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. A bunch of firsts out there. You love to see it. First ball game. That's a special one. Hot dog with the kiddo in the oh, outfield. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Peanuts. No, we didn't do penis. We did no, hot dog. Okay. We did a pretzel. Jen and I did the crab sandwich. You know, they do that there. They have the mm. funky food over there. We had the garlic fries and the helmet. You know what I mean? Got to do it. Got to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody was super nice to him. Gave him his little th- redemption thing to get his little voucher for or his uh, certificate. Uh, he was making eyes at one security lady, so she came over and gave us stickers, you know, that we could awesome. put on our faces. So Very it was cool. A great time. Amazing time. You think he's going to be a baseball boy? I do. You know, really? I mean, he loves sports. He mm. loves balls. He loves kicking them. He loves hitting them with a baseball bat out there. And when he, there's a glove downstairs, he picks up and he goes, baseball. Like, he's super into it. Wow. So I, I would imagine this will be one of his things that he chases for a while. We'll see. Just letting you know, every Tuesday night, I'm out on the diamond. If he wants to come see, a, you know, a real professional. A goat, yeah, I'm out there. I'm available. Mm-hmm. Tim? Yes. It's great to be back. I'm excited to be here for another Kind of Funny Games Daily post show with myself and your two incredible Games Daily show hosts. Of course, this is your chance to get involved on today's show. If you want to dive a little bit deeper into one of today's news stories, if you want to bring up a random topic of discussion, like, Tim, what's one of your firsts that you remember recently? Recently? A recent first? Yeah, give me a recent first, Tim, to start off today's post show. Hmm. Hmm. 
I don't know. I'm super I hard mean, you blanking have Pokemon here. Go in it. Yeah, but where's the first there? I don't, I don't know. I don't Maybe know. you took a walk on Pokemon that was Go exactly Community Day. Yeah. Maybe, Maybe you found a sewer. A read. Tim, we had you play a, a, a new arcade game for you for the first time. That's true. Mm. That is true. I forget what it's called. I forget right what now. it's called too. Roger would remember uh, when we went out um, for Imran's bachelor party. We went to this barcade. And um, in the same way that uh, Killer Queen years ago, I was talking about it on Gamescast, I was like, oh my God, there's this incredible arcade experience we all got to play. There's this other one that Roger put me on to that has, a, it's very simple controls. It's just like a, a dial where you either go forward or back, like okay. a lever essentially. Okay, yeah, yeah. And it affects the, um, how high you are. Like it's essentially just like an endless runner type game yeah, um, like on like your phone, uh -huh. but it's an arcade game. It's really intense. And the faster you go, mm -hmm. there's fans that blow at your face. Got it. Uh, it was got uh, pretty cool. Uh, that super stylish, yeah, yeah. really cool. Oh, uh, Charizander says Tim went into a card shop and was bullied. That's a first. Yo, tell me about that. Is that. True. Tell me about that. Is that is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll tell you a little more off cam because I'm not trying no. to expose motherfuckers. You know what I mean? But you may or may not know where I'm talking I about. I might have been right? there. I might have been. I've been to a lot of card shops here trying to buy cards, Greg Miller. Let's jump in. You guys look like narcs. Post. They think you're undercover cops. They definitely. They look at me and they're like, yo, we got to get this kid out of here mm -hmm. immediately, you know. Uh, let's jump into today's Super Chats because we've got a couple already rolling in. Don't forget, if you're watching live on YouTube, you can use that Super Chat function. Or if you're over on Twitch, don't forget, they have a brand new feature that's called the hype chat just like a super chat or you oh. can even resubscribe the tier one to three level and get your questions read right now just like shane shane has written in and says greg my one-year-old son logan is named after wolverine even if my wife disagrees how old should he be before he is introduced to his namesake Oh, wow. What a great question. Yeah, um, yeah. I think there's enough different avenues to get involved. This, I yeah. imagine, stems in some way from yesterday's BVS conversation mm. for Ben seeing that eventually. Um, I think, you know, that you could jump to the X-Men cartoon pretty easily, right? There'll be some scary moments in there, but, mm. you know. The 90s cartoon? Yeah, right. They're about to redo the new one, right, for Disney Plus 2. They'll have some stuff happening there. I'm sure there's a whole bunch of other Wolverine animated stuff that I'm not familiar with. Does he show up in Spidey and Friends? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't think he actually does. Man, probably not. There's there's some really good X Men shows. I feel like there's like a uh, the, the the fans right would say that there's um, the standout ones. Of course, like the like the mainstream want to talk about the '90s shows. But I feel like the the creme de la creme when it comes sure. to Marvel animated shows, unlike DC, which has countless amazing amazing things. I feel like Marvel the the real hidden gem ones are spectacular. Spider Man, obviously, I'll always got to rep my boy there. Love that show. Um, I feel like that has been written all over it. Um, there is Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes. Yeah, which is, that one which did. That was on for a long time, right? And then on the X-Men side, I think it's called Wolverine and the X-Men. And those three are like, they did it. Those are the shows, everybody. Okay. But also shout out to X-Men Evolution. Shout out to, yes. Got a lot of love for that as well. Oh, yeah. But Shane wants to know at how old... My apologies. ...do we do the introduction? So for me, I was going to bring up, you know, I really vividly remember kindergarten and first grade going to school and before the bus picked me up that's when the x-men's 90s cartoon was that's when sailor moon and pokemon was and those are vivid memories so i'm saying kindergarten first grade my thing is i'm really think, gonna start putting that I memory think up. back to tim's point you know how much diversity there is mm -hmm. and stuff i don't i'm not familiar enough with all of wolverine's interpretations on yeah. it, you know what i mean so you have to really take it on a show-by-show -show basis of how scary it is like ben can watch my adventures with superman yeah, he but loves is, it is ben gonna remember that when he's 34 years old or 23 
That's my question to you. Is like, but no, you never so, remember your first introduction to stuff. Correct, but like now we're making that introduction. How old should that child be so it remembers the moment? I mean, that's what I want to know. So, but if they remember, it's not so much. I mean, think about me with Superman. Mm-hmm. I do not know the first time I watched Superman or yeah. how I got to be a Superman fan because it's just been with me forever. So in the pajamas, content, in the though. cartoons, in the toy, in the whatever. Yeah. Like, I'd rather it be that. Yeah. I'd so? rather it be Brett. I mean, that's what I'm doing to Ben, right? Like, I'm mm-hmm. pounding Ghostbusters. You're into pounding Ghostbusters. You know what I mean? Right. He wants to play. I, how many of the ones this kid got to have? I don't know. I haven't hit the limit yet. The I limit does not exist. That, to your <laughs> there point, should never be a limit. To your point, Mike, about the power or Pokemon and um, yeah. Sailor Moon, that era's gone where those were the only things. Right. Like yeah, but the, you can make that era. I, but I don't think you can. I think that there's just so much of everything, mm-hmm. whether it's anime, cartoons, oh, yeah, yeah. Power Rangers type stuff, um, superhero stuff. It's just there's so much content with Netflix and all that stuff. It's not like this, hey, we're home from school. There's only four channels that mm-hmm. are showing anything for kids, yeah, yeah. period. So you're going to have one of these experiences. You know, you're either a Disney kid or a Nick kid. Yeah, you're yeah. a Cartoon uh, Network or... Um, like Fox Kids and things like that. You might mix a little bit here and there, but like at the end of the day, there's Saturday morning cartoons and then there's that like, you know, 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. before The Simpsons yeah. comes on. That experience yeah, is yeah. over. Well, I I will push back a little bit. I do agree on some sides on that. I think also up to the parents, they get to make those moments as well. Like my dad, every day before school, would turn the records on and we would listen to Michael Jackson. We would listen to The Temptations. We'd listen to Alice Cooper's School's Out for Summer. First day and last day. Like, Greg <laughs> had those moments now, right? Before Ben goes and loads on that bus, he can turn on the OG Superman or X-Men and make that an impactful moment of like, hey, we're going to school. Oh, snap. Superman's on in the background. Like, he can make those. I do agree. Coming home, right? Now there's not that kind of vibe anymore. But you can make that initial push. I think the, I think the family gets to make that initial one there. Yeah. Nowadays. Fair enough. But I like that. Yeah. I'm just worried about the age, right? What what is the age where you start to really remember? You're never going to know. You're ne- mm-hmm. that's the thing is then you miss your opportunities and then they start getting into stupid stuff. Yeah, and you miss your opportunity because you wanted to waste that. I've been out there, you know, tending to the field. I love that you're tending. You've let them get overgrown and you wanted them. I'm come letting in and my try weeds grow. Stuff. Yeah, and then guess what? They like stupid stuff. They're, all, <laughs> they're like Pokemon. <laughs> Let's keep it going right now. We got uh, D S E P D N A three up. Says, hey, Greg and Tim, screencast around these strikes. Maybe Greg on. I can try and facilitate. <laughs> Wait, are they, is, this, is this coming through like Morse code? <laughs> I, I'm just Gary, reading Gary, Gary on. Oh, maybe have no, Gary no. I, maybe have Gary on. I can try and facilitate a Raphael Cassell blind spotting appearance. Let me know. Thanks, guys. I mean, I'd love to. A lot going to on there. A lot going Rafa on. At any point. I feel like we're always getting close mm-hmm, to getting mm-hmm, him in the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No plans to do that in particular, um, but it's interesting. All options are on the table? Mm-hmm. This table. Yeah. Okay. If people are looking to learn more like right away, though, yeah. I would highly recommend uh, checking out a More Civilized Age, which is a Star Wars rewatch podcast. They had mm-hmm. um, Adam from Adam Ruins Everything uh, on the recent episode to kind of just talk about it all. Like They took a break from... Uh, doing like rebels coverage and all that stuff to kind of like really sit down and talk about it. So if you want to learn more, and it's a yeah. good uh, good place to learn a lot. Adam Conover's a very smart guy. Very smart dude. Not so much. <gasps>
Cool Geek has just resubscribed to the tier one level for 27 months. Hey, Cool Geek, thanks so much for your support over on Twitch. Back to YouTube. Mm. CJ writes in and says, just watch the games cast. And I feel like people are overlooking the fact that AC6, Armored Core 6, Greg. My fucking guy. Thank you, that helps me. Is 40 to 50 hours. Is there going to be time for KF to review that? Don't worry about us. Don't gosh darn worry. We're professionals. We know what we're doing over here. Don't worry about what's yeah. happening here. Yeah, yeah. Guys. And of course, remember, if you're excited about any game mm-hmm. and you have a question, you want to be on the review, kindoffunny.com slash gamescast. Tell us what game you're writing in about. Ask the questions there. Right in. Right in. Because why would we be worried about it? I mean, we've reviewed other games. Again, I guess it all comes down to when we get code. Yeah. Similar to Baldur's Gate, but you would know that review of like, hey, they only gave this to Sunday and then it's a Thursday embargo. That's why we're at, where yeah. we're at with it. And we can give our thoughts so far and that's it. Oak Toasted. Oak says, Toasted. Sup, fellas. What do y'all think about the last Ronin's official announcement and it being developed by Black Forest Games? Black Forest. Thanks for all the content. Tim, we, go we to went, you. We went pretty in-depth on this yesterday on Games Daily, mm-hmm. so you can go check out that episode uh, for a lot more thoughts. But I'm really excited it's happening. I have extremely low expectations for it. I'm hoping that this is, like, I'm hoping for a three out of five on the kind of funny scale, even on the lower end of it, all right? It's just like, it's okay. It is what it is, you know? Um, but yeah, Barrett brought up a Samurai Jack game. Um, and I hope mm. that it hits on that. Like, that, that's, the, that's the peak of where I think it could go. Yeah. And like, the story is so good that I mean, just being able to experience it in a different medium than the graphic novel, I'm, I'm excited to see it. Like, the cutscenes alone might be worth the, the play. That's where I'm at. That's what I'm hoping for. But I'm not expecting really anything from it. I'm excited about it. I, I look forward to jumping into it. I've played a lot of bad Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles games in my day from the Xbox 360 era where I remember some of them of like, man, this just isn't good, but it's Out of the almost shadows. there. Yeah, like I, I'm excited about the idea for it. For mm-hmm. sure. I think you can make something good. Uh, we'll see. I hope for the best. Yeah. Yeah. My mind goes to the current South Park game. Oosh. Where like, I'm like, Oosh. oh man, more South Park. Like that's kind of exciting. They really found their stride on those last two games. And then you see it and you're like, oh no. Yeah, and then they're, like, then they're like multiplayer, and you're like, oh, no, we're chasing trends. And you're like, here it comes. Get ready, everybody. So we'll see how that one goes. But I am uh, the multiplayer guy, so I'm always looking for something fun. Really quick, the game that uh, Tim and I were talking about earlier was Black Emperor. So if Uh-oh. you ever see this in an arcade, fucking play it because it's fun as hell. It's so sad. It's just so stylish, so cool. When you died, like the screen explodes with like super sick motion graphics and stuff. Yeah. Have you ever played Flappy Bird at the arcade? Uh, not the arcade. Because Flappy Bird is just like that. Yeah. You just coach from the side and you just press the button all day. Flap it up. Flappy Bird, great game. Think about that. Or Crossy Roads. You could play Platty Bird on your PlayStation if you want. <laughs> you want. And is it the good? out there. I mean, it's Flappy Bird. Oh, that's you get Easy lit. Platinum. That's lit. If you've got skills. Which I'm I into that. Done. I'm into that. Baby Blanco writes in and says, what's the hype level for AC6 next week? Mine is still where it was off of the blessing preview of like, okay, okay. okay. Like, I want to try this. I don't think, I don't feel like I'm committed. Like, oh, I'm going to see this all the way through. Yeah. But he said the right things and show in showed the right gameplay where I'm like, I could see me getting into this for a bit. I could see me running a few missions. I don't see it hooking me since I don't know, is there going to be a story about why I'm doing this? Is there going to be a thing? Or is it just making the mech to do the thing? And like, that's fun and great, but I feel like that's an experience I can walk away from whenever, when inevitably another game comes out, another review, something I'm more excited for. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Greg. Exactly there. Like, I want to give this one a shot for sure, just to, to play it. Mechs are cool. 
I really want to like mech games, mm -hmm. and I haven't found one that I absolutely love. Like Zone of the Enders to me is like the one, and even that I want to like it more than I actually like it. You know, Second Runner, great game, but it's just great. It's not the best thing ever, and I feel like with everything that game has going for it, it should be the best thing ever. Mm. I'm eight point five out of ten. I'm very excited okay. about it, but not like lose my pants excited. What's uh, your, Starfield hype. Starfield hype is a 10. 10 out of 10. Yeah, Starfield hype is the hype right now, but I am jazzed up about AC6. I'll give it 8.5. I liked the previews that we've seen thus far. I love From Software. I like the idea of getting in the mechs, right? I think the big goal is like, what do you do after we've come so hot off of Elden Ring, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The expectations of that. Yes, it's a different franchise. It's a different game, but like you're bringing that into this from that name just alone. What's that going to be? But you got to be jazzed up about this. It's going to sure. be pretty lit. I'm what's your, what's your hype level for DC Universe Online, PS5, Xbox Series in the holiday season? 7.5. That's good. I'll take With it. With you? Yeah. I'll give it a 9, though. Okay. You, me, you mean track? We'll go back again. The problem I'm is in. your Xbox, right? Yeah, but I'll go to PS5 for you. Yeah, but then I gotta, we got to build up your character. We got to do this. Oh, that's tough. I mean, I'll they do it. We'll do it. Yet? We'll drag you. Yeah. We'll I'm drag gonna, you up there. I mean, remember uh, PC when we, and I, PlayStation, you play Remember when we got into sweater? We could do yeah. it all over again. I mean, we'll do way better here. Once a week, once every two weeks, Mike and Greg's we Adventures in DC. Be, we have to do more than that. We'd have to commit a month to it just straight. You and me playing all the Greg, night. you say the word, bro. We'll get a bunch of Mountain Dew in this room, yeah. and we'll go. Okay, okay. God, that would be my dream, Greg. Uh, keeping with hype levels, let's talk. Co-op 64 writes in and says, what's your Gamescom one night lot opening, opening night, night live hype levels? Uh, no, we just talked about this in the show, right? Jeff's even trying to, it's going to be manage your expectations. It's going to be more updates than new stuff. So my hype on a, on a kind of funny scale would be a three out of five. I mean, I would be a five out of 10. I'm, I'm right in the mid where I'm like, all right, this will be fun to sit with my friends and watch some cool video game stuff. But I'm not like, I can't fucking wait. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. My hype level is zero. <gasps> like, wow. I, yeah, You're the master I'm hype. Really? not looking forward to this at all. I don't need to see more of Alan Wake 2. Like, I'm sold on what that was. Yeah, like, yeah, the last yeah, couple yeah. Shows we can't wait. So good. Uh -huh. uh, and I don't expect too much else. I, I expect a, a show with a lot of stuff that I don't really want to see. That bums me out. But that is what it is. Rocking the kind of funny scale. Four out of five. Because okay. I love afternoons spent together watching these presentations. I think Jeff has really elevated all of them so far. And I do want to see this third leg that he has, which is opening night live, continue to be for pushed forward and elevated. I think that is his next piece of how do you take that to the next level? We've mm -hmm. clearly seen it. Game Awards has improved and gotten to the next level. We just saw Summer Games Fest. That was taken to the next level. Here's this third project that he does in this year. How does he take that to the next one? I I'm excited always for a nice afternoon spent talking games and hanging out with y'all. So yeah. it, it should be high because it's just a nice afternoon, right? Yeah. Regardless I mean, yeah, of what sense. it delivers. Yeah, exactly. I'm there for the, the fun of us hanging out. I just like mm -hmm. in terms of like hype, I'm not hyped at all for this thing. There might Agreed. be a surprise announcement. I doubt it, though. I doubt I, if there's a surprise announcement. And I, I hope I'm wrong here, but if there, I doubt there's going to be anything at Gamescom that like blows my mind. Mm -hmm. The so. biggest again, like uh, for years, the biggest thing that came out of Gamescom was Bio Mutant, and at the time when it was announced, it was like an exciting we'd never heard of this uh, before kind of thing. And I think that's the biggest thing you get this year is like a small game we've never heard of that just looks exciting. Yeah. But outside of great. that, well, yeah, which is great, but it's not going to be. So when does he take know. it to the next level then? I don't think it does. You don't. Well, it's not the kind of show it is. He takes it to the next one. Uh, we, we were talking about this on the, yeah, the yeah. show uh, before this too, but like it, it's not just Keeley's show. Like the other shows are his. Mm -hmm. This is like him producing with Gamescom with partners in a way that is 
I think gets in the way of him being able to elevate it the way that you, we are talking about expecting from it. And also the, the sheer timing of Game Fest and Game Awards being equidistant from each other in the mm -hmm. year. Um, I just don't see this show ever being yeah, anything that's not just a preview update, which is great. There's such an important You figure you'll have those on. rare games that do slip through. They don't make Game Awards or they get delayed out of Game Awards in terms of their milestone, right? That then could be a thing. But I don't think it's a core thing of Opening Night Live. I think Opening Night Live is this interstitial. Alex J. Sandoval writes in, completely off topic, but everybody needs to know I'll about it. I'll find him if you want. Planet of the Base is out now, y'all, and it's got the original chick. Fuck yes, dude. I the big deal. so excited for the this. The big deal, I've been watching all the TikToks. He's been hey. performing the whole song live. Uh -huh. So I'll be in the little previews of this shit. Gonna be lit. Song of the summer, my <laughs> lit right now. And the OG chick, I'm in for that. I love it, man. It Legitimately, I fucking love the song. Bobby Hayes writes in and says, Bobby Hayes! Hey, Greg, has little Ben taken any video game IPs yet. My daughter is three months older than him, and she's obsessed with Mario. Chris Pratt is her Mario. Oh. LOL. Uh, no. Uh, you know, my PlayStation and consoles are mostly downstairs, so he's we're usually an upstairs family with him and his playroom and all that jazz, so he doesn't see many games. Over the weekend, I showed him Tren, the Media Molecule uh, train game, because he loves trains and model trains and the little wood yeah, track. Dope. So he just that's sat there dope. and sucked his thumb and rubbed his head while he watched me play for a little bit, which is the... He's into it. That's that means he's there. Okay. Um, I haven't shown him Mario yet, and when Zelda was the hot thing in the house, he would beg Jen for Zelda time, and he would sit there and watch Jen play like 15 minutes of Zelda before she turned it off or whatever. But yeah, and he goes Zelda, Zelda. So he likes Zelda, I guess. But like in terms of being into an IP and asking for an IP, no, that's strictly Superman and Ghostbusters. In terms of nerdy IPs, he also loves GoBuster. He also loves Thomas the Train. Go Buster. Uh, Go Buster is a cartoon about a, a bus named Buster, who who you know drives around and gets in all sorts of shenanigans. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's dope. And Greg, I also want to put some respect on your name. Day seven of button up t-shirts. Nice job. This is this is the era of the collar shirt. Greg. I love it. I, don't stop. How many do you have? You don't want to know. You don't want to know, Tim. Do you have ten? Yeah, probably. You gotta have at least what? Yeah, ten two weeks. This is this is let's this get, one's first debut. Let's get fifteen. I think tomorrow. 15, tomorrow weeks. you'll probably see either a, a repeat from the new batch or one of my older ones you might have seen before. Okay. Okay. I keep wanting yeah, to like do this, this, but then I forget to like plan enough to actually do it. I want to go an entire month not repeating an outfit. Nice. And I want them to be outfits. You know what oh. I mean? I don't want it to just be like, oh, I'm changing a shirt, or whatever. It's like, no, I want it to be a fit designed head to toe. What I want to do, and I don't have the time for it either, mm -hmm. is to train a rat <laughs> and like yeah. let it loose in here. Uh -huh. But it's like it understands that it's it's here to fuck with blessing. You know what I mean? Uh, like I don't okay. want just a rat running around. I need a it's rat perfect. that I can be like, don't go there, don't do this, poop in here, pee out here. At night, I'll open the door. You get your car, you drive. You know what I mean? Like I want this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a car and drive. <laughs> you don't want to let it live here. I don't want a rat in the building, but I want a rat to fuck with blessing and or Nick. Seems like, yeah, okay, okay. We don't, we don't, but want I don't have time to, to train it. Okay. Is the rat's car rat size, Greg? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good. Okay, okay. I'm like, it's that. kind of like a monster truck, though, for him because, like, he doesn't take the roads, he get run over. So he goes over the curb and down that hill. And yeah. He's got like a little house and family and stuff. Wow. Yeah. Little rat family. Yeah. Uh, Daisy wants to give us a shout out to Stacy, their wife of five days. So shout out to Stacy in the chat right now. So wait, yeah. Daisy wants to give a shout out to Stacy. Mm hmm. Who is their wife of five days now? Daisy, Are they Stacey. both named Stacy? Daisy and Stacy. Oh. 
Com yeah. Comment already rolled through. Sure, it did. That's real convenient for you. Just wanted like, yeah, to like shout it out. Definitely making it out. I saw it. He's not. Yeah, I'm just. I can. Oh, read okay. Now. Just like everybody else see. saw the Ronald McDonald KFGD audio go. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people were yeah. talking about that. I don't know. About I saw that. evidence. It was real. Sure, you did. Yeah. It's fucking real to me. Damn. Uh, feel the surge, Tim. I'm on the last quest in my Final Fantasy mode. Uh, Final Fantasy mode run in Final Fantasy 16. So sad that it's almost over. Question. Final Fantasy VII R's Hollow or Final Fantasy XVI's My Star Ending Songs? I'm going to be honest. I don't like either. Not the biggest fan of them. Wow. And I'm usually a big fan of the vocal wow. ending themes. Um, I mean, but I, why from Crisis Core? Always going to be my number one. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't, didn't really love either of those. Okay. Damn, Final Fantasy mode. That's some real shit. That's hard. I love that. I, I don't know that I got that in me. Now, yeah. <laughs> Daisy's comment here is Daisy is Dean and Stacy together. Uh, but it's really not, right? Because it's just the D of Dean <laughs> <laughs> shoved on top of Stacy. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, ludicrous. Also, thing. why are you guys sharing a username? What's going on over there? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Ludicrous for the uh, tier one stuff for 30 months. And Pruns. Says also, I also want to see Jeff's third leg. <laughs> He'll reveal it one day, and that that opening night live is going to be lit when he does. Okay, it's going to be a lit situation, and you're going to regret that you think about what you're saying you're right gonna now, be, Mike. You're going to be he never lit does. in that he one. He never, he <laughs> never. There's it's, never a thought head empty. <laughs> Except for snow bikes and Andy Andy Cortez. TJ it's gonna be K a lit situation. <laughs> Eighty four writes and says, Tim, wondering the tech answer to this. Andy's vods on YouTube visually look awesome and are fourteen forty p. Why can't kind of funny's YouTube vods be like that? The biggest issue is we record most things live, and doing that causes a bunch of other issues. It's a pros and cons situation. The pros and cons thing. Uh, but yeah, it comes down to um, the the way that live videos encoded is different. Um, we're hoping they up that shit and figure it all out. But yeah, so think about it this way. We stream to both YouTube and Twitch, whereas as far as I understand, Andy just streams to Twitch uh, and then records the VOD and uploads the VOD uh, to his YouTube channel. So then he's able to record at a higher bit rate and all that stuff to, to get a, a, a fresher look, whereas we're streaming live everywhere, uh, which comes with uh, its own problems. So, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Lemon Boy writes in and says, Greg, my partner and I are considering adopting. I'm pretty scared. Any advice? What should I do to prepare? Well, I'll take the question from becoming a parent. I don't know much. I don't know anything about adopting, right? So I feel like the question is more phrased around like, we're on our path to adopt uh, a child. So I'll become a father and my uh, fiance is what it said. Or partner. 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 Uh, we'll become a mother. Um, and so you can't really prepare. Like, uh, I think if anything, you have to look back at your own childhood and be like, all right, well, what did I like? What did I didn't like? What can I do? How can I do this? I think you have to have that conversation with your partner, right? Of like, you know, you guys need to be rock solid because this is going to be incredibly difficult and incredibly tough, but it's also incredibly awesome. Uh, you know, Jen and I are so much closer and we were already so close before. Uh, it's really added another layer to our relationship that, you know, I thank God every day that I have her, right? Because like, I've, you know, for years on podcasts, people heard me say, I don't want children. I don't want children. I don't want children. And it was on my first date with Jen where she said, oh, I want one or two kids where I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, wait, and I had to do a whole thing. And da, da, da. I've said before that like, oh, it was just like the people I was with before that relationship makeup 
didn't make sense for children. Like that's what it wasn't about. Right. And so then to find Jen and be so in love with her and be like, Oh no, I see this. And I, we're so in love that we, you know, want to literally personify our love here. Right. Um, it was a big move, but I feel like it would have, if I had had a kid in any other relationships, if it was one of those, well, you're never ready until you're, you're never ready. So just do it kind of thing, blah, blah, blah. Like it would have, amplified every crack I ever had in any of those other relationships, right? Like it would have mag because I mean, even for Jen as I being is rock solid, right? Like you are way more tense. You are, I mean, especially in the early goings, right? And depending on, I don't, again, can't speak to adoption, uh, but in terms of having a baby, right? Like them changing your schedule and nothing being the way you want it to money, yada, da, 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 like everything, every issue in your life is then amplified, right? And it is a, a seismic shift in what you've done up until that point. And so it's re this really crazy, beautiful thing to be experiencing for me at 40 a burn i guess what technically 39 38 when i had when ben came around no 39 when we came, no 38 when we came, ben came around but anyways being a full-blown adult suddenly you're in the deep end of like wow this is completely new everything's a brand new experience and to have a partner with that that's awesome but that's also a lot and so like you know it's added a new layer of communication and love for us and all these different things but it's like you got to be ready just to ride the wave. You got to rip it. You know what I mean? You got to rip that curl, man. You know what I mean? Like you got to get in it. It's going to be good. It's going to be bad. It's going to be messy. It's going to be great. It's going to be all those things. And it's going to be a fantastic experience. Like it's, it's awesome being a parent. You know what I mean? Especially now where like, you know, the, we're on such a great wave of in general bend time. Right. But especially coming off this weekend where it was his first baseball game and he was into it and he got it and we have him in a little jersey and he's adorable and he's excited <laughs> to see Auntie Luce at the game. And then, you know, you know, we came home on Sunday and like, you know, he played by himself in the living room while we tore stuff apart. That's like one of the first times that that's really, hey, he plays by himself, but usually in the room with him where we were really like, okay, like we went and did stuff in the kitchen and like saw him do it. Oh man. And then like, you know, now just the excitement and like the conversations and, you know, the things he does that are like, you know, no longer just little baby things he's stumbling into. He's making choices. Like I have a video I should show you. I'll play it too, but it's me. Re he likes good night, good night construction site, this book. Right. And I've read, I, I, I wasn't going to say hundreds. That'd be an exaggeration. Dozens of children's books to Ben. Right. And if you want, I could, uh, uh, Sandra Boynton, um, uh, dinosaurs. I can, read the entire book. I can recite the book to you right now, line for line, right? That's how many times I've read dinosaurs to Ben. Great. Good night. Can I, good night. Good night. Construction site is a relatively new edition. It came when my dad visited. So a month, right? Less than that, I guess. And I've read it to him and Jen's read it to him. And he, he it's one that he calls out for now at bed, but he, like, I have not read good night, good night construction site in abnormal amount of times. It is not like where he's getting seven readings a day. He can finish the book. Like he finishes the sentences. So like Jen made this video last night of us doing it. And he pours the wow. load. He's ready now to leave the load. Yeah. Oh, there's a good one coming up here. He takes his bath, gets shiny. This might be the bad one. Don't do like that, that it's icky. He takes his bath, gets shiny. Shiny. Bright. Bright. Pulls up his shoe, turns off his yeah. like. Like, it's like, you know, like, it's crazy that this yeah. kid has not, has heard the book maybe a dozen times, but he knows the ends of these sentences. And granted, it's rhyming, but still, like, he's not even two yet. And so it's like those kind of jumps that you sit there, and you're like, holy fucking shit. You know what so, I mean? Of like, how this is going. Anyways, beautiful. embrace it. It's going to be amazing. I love that, Greg. 
Oh, yeah. I'm proud of you. I'm so happy for the both of you. I have a plant that I try to keep alive. Yeah. I thought about you. I, I forgot. How's that going? I forgot you were in uh, Tahoe. Yeah. So when we got to the Giants game, I was like, shit, because we brought Andy uh, loose. We should have brought an Uncle Mike. Oh, man. Yeah, I saw And I want you to know, time. yesterday, Andy was like, why didn't you? Why didn't, you should have told I, I like, was watching. Andy, come on. Come on. Really? Slap, you're going to miss that game. We're going to have some You're like fun. the least reliable person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rudio writes it's a in. It's 6 o'clock game. You're already going to wake up. <laughs> a couple more questions, then we got to get out of here. Rudio writes in and says, can you all stock the spare bedroom with strictly Dr. Pepper? Let's F with Andy. I don't Dude. know why he's besmirched DP's name. I can't believe it. 23 Never awesome flavors. DP. Please. DP, bro. DP Dr. Oh. Pepper, bro. Everybody DP's Google real DP good. right now. Just it's Google good DP and find stuff, your favorite man. Dr. Pepper flavor. Woo! Spider Manny, Tim, Mike, and Greg, my question is, how are y'all doing today? You all look great and are killing it as always. Tim, how are you today? I'm doing pretty, pretty damn good. I, I was uh-huh. looking at the calendar and I am a little shocked at how my day is today. Yeah, I just I didn't expect you have a pretty it. Big you know? day. But it's exciting. No, I like I, yeah, yeah. I didn't I forgot that I'm playing only up. And yeah, now I'm like, oh, I, I, I want to get I'm back all the into way that up. world, man. I'm glad that you're feeling good right now because, yeah, my goal is to break to you in the next me. two hours. I'm, yeah, dude, yeah. it's going to be awesome. It's be a great time. I, I've been thinking about that game a lot, Mike. Well, we got a new game. It's a new game. I, I'm, I'm excited. It's only climb better together. Woo! Greg, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, you know? Yeah. Uh, had a good night last night, as I already recapped on the show. Uh, got a good shirt here. Yep. Got an embargo thing this afternoon. Going to do Love lunch that. with Tim. But I am already starving, so I'll have to get into my snack drawer. Happy hours? Get into my snack drawer. A little happy hour well, with I, him? I, I don't know. That we, I wish we had time. Maybe a little happy hour. We'll see what we end up getting. Maybe. We'll see how this was shaped. I mean, me and Greg have had some good meals. You we know have, what I mean? We we've, baked, we've been around. We like, we've had some good meals right there. Uh, let's finish this oh, off. Oh, I got okay. something special for you, too. Something you've talked about before. Okay, right? okay. Uh-huh. Hold on. Because uh, 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 I can't say it out loud, obviously. Oh, okay, okay. But I want you to know, look at this. There's official movement on this. Oh! That's great, man. That's good movement. Okay. Janky writes in and says, just got the DC Injustice deck building game. Totally recommend you guys to play the DC deck building games or Marvel's Legendary. Also, I'm hooked on Marvel Snap. What's up with this DC game? You know about it? Uh, is this the IRL one or the... It sounds like this is the IRL one that they're doing. Right no, I don't know shit about it. I don't know if I'll Okay, is there a virtual one that... Remember, there's that about? other one. There's a digi- There's a game coming up that there was, it's not Marvel Snap. It's more like Hearthstone that I looked at. And I was like, mm. Oh, okay. Remember, okay. I got DC Heroes and Villains. Yeah, yeah. Who cares? I'm fine. Oh, shit. I think the new pass dropped, too. This weekend, I was playing uh, Snap, and Scott Lowe pops up. I know him. And I was like... Oh my god! You challenge. Like I, I don't know that it's him, but I imagine it's him. Oh, okay. Because it was like Tim Gettys, Scott Lowe, just random matchmaking, right? Oh, okay. And I was wow. like, oh, this wow. is exciting. So I did like the Spider-Man point, and then he did the Spider-Man point, and then he did like the fist bump thing. I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is him. It's him. It's it pretty fucking cool, yeah, right? Yeah. And you <laughs> battled in a moment. Yeah, I did. Good. I did. Never lose. A lot of yeah. pressure for me, right? I was Never like, lose. I don't want to lose this because I, if I lose, he's gonna post this shit. But I won, and then he didn't post shit. You know what I mean? So do you think it's really him? Or not? I do think it was him. I think it was him. Played a game for the first time. Uh-huh. You know, had a nice weekend up in the hoe. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went out to a nice cabin out in the middle of nowhere. It's really dope out in the middle of uh, middle of Hope Valley. And there we were. They wanted to play darts, but not like the darts you throw on the board. It's where two jabronis sit across from each other, and you huck a dart at each other's feet where there's a can of beer there, and you try to get the dart into the beer can, and then you got to chug it. You ever play this? No. Yeah, I've never played it either. No. But I'll tell you what, I was hucking the dart right because now is you it a this, sharp dart yeah it's a sharp dart and now you play this game of like oh man am i gonna stick it into greg's toe you know what i mean because his foot's right next to it but you just 
lobbing it up there. And if it hits the top of the can, you get three points. If it gets the normal point, you get three. You get one point. First to like three points wins. I like that he has like you guys ever not played bad. this like it's a fucking normal game and not just something that they I'm probably came up on, I've with played on the spot. Yeah, that's not good. I've played a good. lot of booze games in my day. Flip cup, you know. I mean, what you about play caps? Beer caps pong, is what I play. Some caps is right. Some quarters. Like I've done it all, yeah. but I've never taken a dart, chucked it across the lawn, trying to hit a can. Beer darts. It's real. Thank you. That's exactly what it is, Brian McBride. Beer darts. Everybody heads up. There's oh, 18 hours left. 18 hours like left that. on the battle pass to like undo the new battle pass for DC Heroes and Villains. Okay. Also, shout out to Mar uh, Marvel Legendary. Hours. That's a okay. favorite in our house. People play long and people play beer darts. Okay, there it is. You guys are we're going to try beer darts here one day. No, big Fat not. Robert. When we have a big beer no, competition not. inside the studio, it will be one of the three. When we have a no. big when beer competition. Have, I when mean, we do the Beer Olympics, <laughs> let me just kind of you funny. say the down. fucking word. Thanks, Greg. Let's go. <laughs> oh, man. Here's we the are going to get wasted. Here's the big thing we need to do. And this is years out, probably. Okay, years But when we get... EA Sports College Football, we need to do a tailgate for Yo. at least an hour and a half keg stands, great bags, and great then idea. go drunk as shit play the game. <laughs> it's a great idea. Greg, you're on the same page as I am. Let's finish off with our final one. Uh, Jorian writes in and said, in Starfield, or I think is Starfield, I'm going to be I'm going to be boring and not make an outpost on a distant planet, but make one on Earth. Sounds like a good idea, question mark. Do it. It's a role-playing game. Do you do you. you, do you. This is what the roles, games man. cast is about right yeah. now. Our Starfield plans. Uh -huh. We get into this. We talk get about weird. stuff. Get weird. Go wild. Go everywhere. I can't wait mm -hmm. to see this. Maybe I hate building a you know home base. Maybe I never do that. Maybe I don't like ship building. Maybe I just get lost in it. I think that's Star. what it's all about. Is Earth in Starfield? I is that a stupid Earth. question? No, I don't think it's a stupid question at no, all, but I believe Damn, it is. we should have asked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be right. Yeah, yeah, I believe it is. I believe it is. Huh. Hmm. Uh, before we go, why is it like this? Why does iOS make something so great and something? Tell so me hard? what you got. Uh, I've sent to assets. We're going to assets. Barrett, going an to image assets. for you. Going to the sets. Yep. I can officially confirm, ladies and gentlemen, that yes, mm -hmm. Tim Gettys played Scott Lowe hey, in Marvel Snap confirm. over awesome. the weekend. We have a screenshot Very where cool. uh, he says, "Lol, yup." Tim destroyed me. I love it. With some infinite bullshit. Oh, dude, oh, I fucking got his ass. Damn. Hold on, hold on. We damn. ain't done. We ain't done. We ain't done. Um, I'm very happy that it was him. I'm gonna slack my version. Oh, you're gonna slack his to version. assets for us to see, so we can do a little breakdown. Where you're putting here. the smackdown on him? Because I'm Cause gonna I'm be honest. 65 to 28 there. I think yeah. that was 64 to like two over on the other one. It was bad. Looking. I was uh, I was scared he was going to beat me because, again, okay. there's the social pressures of this. You don't want to lose. Don't yeah. want to lose. You would hate to be brought up on a show and embarrassed. I got doing? real lucky, but if you look, so I won two locations with 65 and 64 uh, at Sinister London and left. After you play a card here, add a copy to another location. I played Shuri. Uh, on my fourth turn, which means the next card you play is double uh -huh. the power. Infinite, you have to skip a turn to use him. He's 20 power, though. So I skipped that turn. Scott was feeling real like, oh, I got this motherfucker. Yep. But then I came back. Double the power of the Infinite, so it's oh, 40, Scott. and then add to another location. Oh, it felt oh, good. Scott, you just weren't It ready. felt real You guys good. are fucking dorks. I'm matching Gems fighting Aquaman right now. <laughs> All right? Christ. How hype is that, though? Matching with Scott Love. That's awesome. Like, it's just so cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, chat, that is going to be the end of today's Kind of Funny Games Daily Post Show. Thank you all so much for tuning in and hanging out throughout today's show. Of course, 
We will be back tomorrow with more KFGD, but we are not done making content for all of you. Of course, if you're watching live on Twitch, you don't got to go anywhere because that video is going to remain on. If you're watching over on YouTube, there is a brand new YouTube link up right now. We are playing only up together. Yeah, oh, that's right. Up. Multiplayer only up. It's called Only Climb Better Together. Myself, Tim, Roger, and Nick are going to go head over to the lab right now to see how fast Tim will break in this video game. We'll see you all over there in mere minutes. Goodbye.